get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. And we're very excited in a couple of weeks, the first weekend in August, about the fact that we're going to be traveling to Canton, Ohio for the induction of Isaac Bruce into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And we head now to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and to the Hall of Fame president, David Baker, kind enough to join us on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Mr. Baker, thanks so much for your time this morning. How are you doing? We're doing great, Randy and Michelle, and it's going to be great to see you here in exactly 21 days. Uh, to kick off the NFL's 102nd season at the most inspiring place on earth. And, oh, by the way, we mentioned Isaac, but one of our best friends, friend of the show, Joe Buck, also is receiving the P. Rosell Award this year, and that's pretty exciting for St. Louis. Yeah, that really is exciting, and I I, I got to tell you, he was, uh, when we shared that with him, it was on Thursday Night Football at halftime, and uh, he was so overcome, and, uh, you know, he is the first one, of all the Pete Rozelle Award winners to be a father and son, because his dad had won it previously. So I, I know this is a big achievement in his professional life, and uh, I think it's going to be spectacular for Isaac. Uh, you know, I mean, he's one of 14 children. Uh, yeah, you know, and might might even, might even be 15 children, counting him. And so, you know, it, it. What's really special is when these guys get into the Hall of Fame, Randy. It's not just them. They bring all the people who were along the journey with them. David, you mentioned delivering the news to Joe Buck. What's that like for you? That has to be so incredible for you to be the person that gets to deliver the news that someone is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame because these are people who have accomplished so much in their lives. But every time that you tell them, hey, you're going to be a Hall of Famer, seeing their reaction, it's, it's really surprising. They are always overtaken by emotion. Yeah, Michelle, look, I, you know, um, I just got to tell you, it's the coolest job in the world. <laughs> uh, the first time we ever did this, uh, uh, you know, uh, it was my first year, and we had brought everyone to New York to be announced live on the Honor Show, uh, and uh, we didn't have time to knock on their doors, so we called them. And my first call was to Michael Strahan, because we had to get him across town to Radio City Music Hall. The second call was to um, a friend of mine, Derek Brooks, and... I knew him. I just wanted to give him the good news. But the third call was to Ray Guy, a putter from Oakland, who'd been eligible 29 years and not been selected. And I told him I was the new president of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And in his slow southern Mississippi drawl, he said, yes, sir. And I said, Ray, it is my great pleasure. And boom, I could hear him hit the ground. His phone is rattling around. Uh, His wife is saying, honey, baby, are you okay? And I thought I'd killed my first Hall of Famer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was like two minutes, which is, as you know, in radio time is a long time. Uh, it was like two minutes before he got up and he said, I- I'm sorry. I- I'm not sure I knew until now how much this meant to me. 
And it was at that moment that we knew that we wanted all fans to experience what I got to experience, to see their journey. When that happens and you knock on the door, a guy like Jerry Kramer, who had to wait 45 years, or a guy like Peyton Manning, who it took him 10 minutes to be elected, it's still the same. <clears throat> you know, they, um, they're not thinking about how much money they made, uh, or trophies, or rings. Um, they're thinking about their mom that drove them to practice, or their dad that didn't let them quit, or their coach that inspired them, or their teammates. And, um, and it's just fascinating because, like in Peyton's case, he knew I was going to knock on his door. I knew I was going to knock on his door. Uh, the only question was how. But when it happened, the guy who answered the door wasn't this 45-year-old polished professional. Um, it, it was that 8-year-old or 10-year-old or 12-year-old kid that started the journey. And, and, uh, and they know the shoulders that they stand upon. And... It is, you know, kind of a glimpse, not just in their eyes, but down in their soul. And it is, it is really special because I, a carrier pigeon could do my job. I just tell them three things. I say, welcome to Canton, because every football player wants to end his career where the game began. I say, you're going to be a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And thirdly, I say, we're going to guard your legacy forever. And uh, it, it is, you know, so many guys, like you said, they, they cry. Uh, Morton Anderson was on my shoulder uh, for about two minutes, and it got uncomfortable, to be honest with you. <laughs> 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 and, and, uh, and then, by the way, we presented him with his ring and gold jacket um, and unveiled his bronze bust in his hometown in Denmark, where he'd left as a 10th grade uh, uh, exchange student, only to come back 40 years later as the all-time scorer at that time in the NFL. And I'll tell you, it was the same thing there as it is here. And so it's really a wonderful opportunity. And I think what's really special, Randy and Michelle, is that in seeing it in them helps us understand it in us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great to provide moments for somebody like uh, Peyton or Isaac who have provided so many really special moments for all of us who love the game. But um, for these guys, they really do. Uh, they're not perfect. They didn't fall out of bed great. But I'll tell you, they battled. Mm-hmm. They fought. They did not give up. They persevered. And you learn if they could do it, then maybe it can help us be a better dad or a better mom or a better community or a better country. Yeah, like you mentioned, it's the most inspirational place in the world. And, David, you mentioned that players get to experience their journey, their families, their high school coaches. For Isaac and maybe Tori down the road, part of that journey is going to be really cool because a guy like Isaac gets to be ushered in by Orlando Pace, Kurt Warner, and Marshall Falk, too. To have a team like that with a group of Hall of Famers and the Packers have done it in the past, the Steelers, 49ers, have done, Cowboys have done it in the past, but it's got to be extra special to have other people from your team up there on stage as you're inducted. Yeah, I, I, I will tell you, you know, I hear so many wonderful stories from our Hall of Famers, but when Bill Polian was selected, um, you know, he said he, he kind of, kind of you know, people who were on his life's journey was everywhere. He said every time he turned around, there was somebody. And he ran into a player that he had drafted, and he said, man, I can't believe that you dropped everything to come see me get inducted in Canton. And the player said, are you kidding? Thank you for getting me here. 
and I think for for Isaac and his journey and his remarkable family and the fastest show on turf and you know what this I mean I mean that was a remarkable story in St. Louis and by the way we've got Kurt Warner's uh, movie that's coming out in December um, American Underdog uh, that will tell a little bit of that story um, but it's it, it it's really a situation where it's not just the person being inducted. It's everybody who was along that journey, and in some respects, the history of the game. Uh, John Stallworth, one of our Hall of Famers, said that when he put on his gold jacket, it was like being wrapped in the history of the game from the first time they laced up a pigskin to the last presentation of the Lombardi Trophy. And it's it's there are so many special moments. Uh, one that we don't get to see is when Isaac will go into the Raynitsky Luncheon, and it is uh, about 150 Hall of Famers. Uh, all gold jackets, and you, unless you got a gold jacket, you can't go in there. I can't go in there. Uh, it is only gold jackets, and it is these guys and the history of the game and the shoulders they stand upon. Um, we we want this to be the best. We believe it's the best five days in football. We believe that this particular enshrinement, we we call it twice the fun in twenty one because <laughs> we didn't have any in nineteen twenty or twenty twenty, uh, but it is. Randy, Michelle, it, it is, um, this is going to be the greatest gathering in football ever, I believe. We've got the Centennial Class, which was intended to be 20 people for 2020 to celebrate the 100th birthday of the NFL. And then we've got this incredible class, uh, you know, with, with, with Peyton and Charles Woodson and so many other guys from 2021. And it's going to be an incredible gathering. Uh, I, I hope, uh, you know, your listeners there in St. Louis like you will come and join us. Uh, for the best five days in football, uh, but they can go to um, profootballhof.com slash tickets. And we we don't have the ticket. The game sold out in 22 minutes. Uh, the gold jacket uh, presentation celebration is sold out, uh, but we've still got a few tickets left for the Centennial Enshrinement on Saturday night and the Class of 21 on um, on Sunday night. David, Randy and I are going to be there, and we're so thrilled that we're going to be able to take part in Isaac's induction and, and go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I've never been there, and I know a lot of people from St. Louis will be making the journey for the first time as well. What's one thing that you tell people that they absolutely need to see when they go to Canton? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, that, that's like asking me which one of my children I love most, <laughs> uh, Michelle. I, I, I um it's it's kind of the one that I'm with at the moment, but um, you know there are so many things here. There's a we have a holographic locker room, and again, so many of what our mission is to not only honor the heroes of the game, it's to preserve its history and promote its values. We call it the Church of Football and celebrate excellence everywhere. This is an incredible elite level of excellence. You know, there have been about 330 million young men and now women who played the game of football. There's only 5 million that have ever played it in college. There's only 29,000 who've ever been paid to play it, coach it, or officiate it in the National Football League. And as of today, we only have 335 who have a bronze bust in Canton and I believe 168 gold jackets who are living Hall of Famers. So this is an incredible level of excellence. Um, but, I mean, the bronze bust room frequently during enshrinement, sometimes it can take an hour or two to go through that room. And we do everything we can to speed along. But people want to be there. That's a, in some respects, it is only a bunch of bronze busts that are going to last for 40,000 years. But it is our Sistine Chapel. 
to the game and to, to the values of it is. Uh, I think the game for life theater, Michelle, would be good for you because, um, you know, it, so many of the great lessons that we all learn from sports are learned in that locker room. It may be during halftime, but, um, you know, later on in life, uh, somebody's fighting cancer like Jim Kelly or, or, or fighting their way out of poverty like uh, Curtis Martin or racism like Warren Moon. And they're great lessons. And we've got a hologram of Joe Namath and Vince Lombardi and George Hallis. And all these guys are telling football stories. But frankly, um, they're football players telling football stories, but it's really about life. Uh, we've got the Super Bowl theater, and that is hard-hitting, helmet-popping, heart-stopping football. <laughs> it is the best that NFL Films does. Uh, we've got Centennial Plaza downtown that has the name of all 20,474 uh, players who played in the first century of the NFL. Uh, we, we have 6 million pictures and 40 million documents here in our archives. And, and so I hope you guys just have a fantastic time. The parade that we have here uh, on Saturday is, uh, believe it or not, in, in Canton, which is a little bit like Mayberry for Andy Griffith fans. Uh, uh, it is the fifth biggest parade in the United States. And I suspect we'll have 300,000 people at that parade this year. So I hope you guys, you guys talk about sports every day, uh, but I hope that this is something that can fill your hearts and reward you for what you do when you talk about the game and you talk about the heroes and you talk about the values that they represent when they play. David Baker, we're so excited about being there. And for St. Louisans that want to go, they can get tickets at profootballhof.com. As you mentioned, tickets still available for the induction ceremony for Isaac Bruce on Saturday night. And from a personal standpoint, I, I went to the Hall of Fame when Dan Deardorff was inducted. I've been there for the induction of Kurt Warner as well. And I know what the Hall of Fame has become since you took over. And the growth of the Hall of Fame has been remarkable. We had Dan on the show the other day who grew up, as you know, in Canton and watched the building being built so what the hall of fame is now is absolutely remarkable and i want to congratulate you on that well th thank you randy it's great i i am i uh, i thought this was a great year for the nfl this last year because uh, when we were all afraid and frankly locked in our houses and not knowing what was coming next um you had men of uh, who were black and white and hispanic and republicans and democrats and management and labor and uh, networks and referees, uh, players, coaches, owners, everybody came together. And there were no excuses, uh, and they did it safely. They, you know, the, the, the Big Ten canceled half their games. Uh, Pac-12 probably played less. Um, the NFL played 256 games, and, and they did it safely. And, and they finished the Super Bowl on time. And I think it was a wonderful lesson for us. Um, that, hey, if they can do that, then maybe we can get our economy going now again. Uh, maybe we can educate our kids and make advances in health care. And I'm proud. You know, the, the, the league started, Randy, um, in the aftermath of the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918 and 1919. Mm -hmm. uh, the league started in 1920. Well, here we are 101 years later, and we're about to again, start again after a worldwide pandemic. And we're going to have the first full stadium for football in 18 months. And we're going to fill it for the both enshrinements. Uh, and we're, by the way, we wrap it up with a concert here with Brad Paisley and Leonard Skinner. But um, I, I think for all of us who love sports and the lessons that it teaches and the values and the virtues, um, 
this is going to be a great season, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun football, too. Thank you very much for your time this morning, David. Hopefully we'll see you in uh, three weeks in Canton, and have a great day. Outstanding. Thank you, Randy. Thanks, Michelle. God bless. That is David Baker, president of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, joining us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.